There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just go to the episode description. Today, what Shanghai's lockdown tells us about China's zero COVID policy. Big day is starting. Today is Shanghai. I just woke up. Good morning. Six o'clock. I just wake up. They are calling our compound, so uh, just like a very quick zip of black tea, and then that's it. Lose. This is Yolanda von Hagen. She's a German photographer who's lived in Shanghai for over a decade. She recently appeared in this video on a YouTube channel run by Chinese state-affiliated media. In it, she describes her experience of a restrictive lockdown in one of the biggest cities in the world. China is currently reporting at least twenty thousand new coronavirus cases a day. Millions have been told they cannot leave their homes, including more than twenty-six million people in Shanghai. The people there have been under strict lockdown since the twenty-eighth of March. Mass testing is being carried out to tackle the rising number of COVID cases, and people who test positive are moved into special quarantine facilities. Every block is having their own round for testing. You can see that's a station over there. So it's super, super, super efficiently made, so that cross contamination is not happening between the blocks. But as you might expect, Yolanda's video doesn't tell the whole story. There have been desperate complaints of shortages of food, water, and medicines, overburdened delivery networks, and growing protests. Clashes have taken place between residents and police. Three weeks into lockdown, some here in Shanghai are angry. In broad daylight, a confrontation. The police up against the people. The BBC has reported that entire communities have been relocated to facilities more than a hundred miles from Shanghai in an attempt to keep cases down. This is a phone call between an elderly man and a neighbourhood committee worker in Shanghai. In it, the man pleads for help. He says he's run out of medication and he has nothing to eat. I'm feeling terrible, he says. The worker says services are stretched and he's unable to help. This video, which emerged on Chinese social media, shows people in quarantine screaming from apartment windows and a drone telling them to control their soul's desire for freedom. 
Some people are facing water and food shortages. One woman complained that the government had supplied her two carrots, one rotten pumpkin and two ears of corn. Videos like Yolanda's, which you heard at the top of the episode, appear to be one way Chinese state media is trying to combat claims that public services are struggling. We are waiting for our call to go together to the test station. These are the volunteering aunties, like they call them, (laughs) that are helping us to sort and come down, getting the vegetables and um, yeah, being connected to the authorities. But the current outbreak and the harsh measures imposed on those who test positive have led to anger and frustration on Chinese social media platforms in a way that's rarely seen under a government known for censoring criticism of its policies. So will China be able to continue with its zero COVID policy? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Over the weekend, China reporting three people had died um, of COVID-19. And on Monday, that seven people had died of COVID-19. So there are fatalities now officially recorded by China. Uh, And despite that sad news, though, it is a very, very low rate for a city of 25 million people, leading some to ask why these really tough measures are in place. It's difficult to know the exact number of coronavirus cases in China at the moment because official figures are reported by the Chinese government. But at least 23 cities and 200 million people are under full or some form of lockdown. There are also signs that the restrictions on people's lives are causing a decline in economic activity. For much of the pandemic, China was able to keep cases low through travel restrictions and harsh measures. However, cases are continuing to rise despite the strict policy, more than tripling since the Shanghai lockdown came into effect due to the increased transmissibility of the Omicron variant. If China is unable to control the virus, it may be forced to abandon its zero COVID policy entirely, especially because it has such a low vaccination rate among the elderly. Over 80 vaccination rate, if we look at a third dose, it's only about 20 percent. Uh, so it's extremely low, much lower than uh, the Western countries. And the vaccination campaign is slowing down dramatically. But for now, the Chinese government is showing no signs of diverging from its zero-Covid strategy. President Xi Jinping has heavily tied his legacy and reputation on keeping China Covid-free. There are reports of panic buying in Beijing where cases are on the rise, and health officials have ordered several residential neighbourhoods in the city to be locked down. For hundreds of millions of people in China, the pandemic is far from over. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sensemaker. While you're here, I'd like to tell you about a new Tortoise podcast presented by Andrew Neil. He's the UK's most forensic interviewer, and every week on The Backstory, he's joined by an interesting or powerful person for an in-depth conversation about some of the biggest stories affecting all our lives. 
The first episode with the former head of the CIA, David Petraeus, is available now. To listen, just search for The Backstory with Andrew Neil. Today's story was written by Ed Barnes and mixed by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker.